Welcome to the TPH podcast. Today we have Cord Bowman with the Rough Country Big Gray Fox Hunt. We're going to get into what it takes to run a contest and all that it entails. Uh, I guess let's get started with when did you first get into predator hunting? Like most predator hunters, it started out with, you know, hunting with my dad and, you know, I don't know, probably seven, eight years old, just with the old, uh, headlight with the red white and blue strap and the mm-hmm. battery and hand calls and uh so that's what that's when i you know really started it and really got into i mean you know knew right then right i was kind of hooked uh, uh high school is when i really started we started just throwing together a, you know get a bunch of guys together and everybody put in 20 bucks and go out and come meet back up at midnight and you know Whoever has the most stuff, you know, wins the pot kind of deal. So that's what, that's kind of what got, got it all started for me. Right. Uh, So did you grow up where you're at now? Yep, Ballinger. What was the Predators like then and versus now? Y'all still, are y'all still primarily Fox or y'all getting more coyotes moved in? We're getting more coyotes moved in now. Uh, Back then, primarily Fox, uh, cats. I mean, there was, there was a good number of cats as well. Uh, you know, but the coyotes really, I would say kind of the early 2000s or when the coyotes really kind of started moving in mm-hmm. heavy in Reynolds County and both the surrounding areas there. And uh, <laughs> it's, they've, they've taken over now. Right. Uh, it's just, uh, they're, they're everywhere. I mean, yeah. in the edge of town, they're, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're in places that never would you know, think you would actually see one, but right. you know, they're, they're there. So. And when I first moved out here, there was actually, what's that one named five years ago, Fitzy? Five years ago. There was actually on one side of this ranch, quite a few fox. Now the first night I was out here, I did kind of shoot a bunch of them. <laughs> and then it dawned on me like, Oh, this is probably not, this is probably like some of the last fox. So I kind of left them alone. Right. And there was a, a pretty dense little pocket of them. And uh, nowadays, you don't see no. Right. I guess I should have just went ahead and killed them all because <laughs> the cops are eventually going to kill them anyways. Yeah, yeah. But I remember coming down here. I don't even know what year it was now. Uh, hunting with Joey. And we was just over in Garden City. Mm-hmm. Somewhere thereabouts. And there was a lot of fox on that place. We never even heard yeah. or seen a coyote. And he was telling me then, like, there's kind of a line in between there and there. Right. It don't seem like it seems like that line's pushed on. Oh yeah, pushed yeah, on over there towards y'all now. It has, and the fox too in our area now. I think uh, the the snowvid yeah. that we had, I think, did a number on on yeah. the gray fox because last year the numbers were way yeah. down compared to you know the uh, previous year. So, I, I mean, I think this year will be a kind of a good telltale if yeah. if that's the case. So. Uh, but yeah, it was, you know, in our content, the, the numbers were just, just way down as far yeah. as what was brought in. So that's what it, you know, that's what it seemed like this year. You know, some people had good success, but they were off other places mm-hmm. from like Ballinger up this way. And then, you know, kind of surrounded from this area last or not last winter, winter four was pretty rough winter on, mm-hmm. you know, these, these animals ain't here out here. I aren't used to that. And uh, it's not so much that. You know, the predators couldn't survive the cold. 
it's all the other little vermin and stuff. So if they don't have the food resources, obviously mm-hmm. they're going to move on or they're not going to have as large litters or the right. litters aren't going to survive and exactly. so on yeah. and so forth. And like, you know, I'm sure it's like a combination of things. Whereas we had that good winter for predator hunting and a lot of people got out all in those snow days and got to predator hunting and the last one, last one or two we had is when the coyotes were paired up, and mm-hmm. I'm sure kind of the fox same way. And people are going around smoking much pairs, maybe yeah. more than they would have the years prior because it is a snow day. Everybody wants, you know, it's a predator hunter's dream, <laughs> especially in Texas. In yeah. this part of Texas where it doesn't smoke, snow a lot. Right. Oh, it's snowing. I got to get out on predator hunt. <laughs> so it's probably like a combination of all those things. Yeah. Like the why, as to why the numbers are so low. But, you know, I'm sure, maybe not this year because it's so dry. I'm sure it's going to have a huge effect on oh, yeah. certain things. But it it seems like it goes in phases. Uh, oh, we'll, yeah. have, we'll have another year here in a couple of years probably that's just phenomenal numbers. Yeah. And, yeah. But, I mean, then you it, – it also seems like depend, it was very dependent on where it was. It's like this year one of the big cats, those, that team killed 87 – we had them in here, but I don't forgot. We haven't released that podcast yet. Mm-hmm. 87. Right. Which they were also hunting a ranch that's never been hunted, mm-hmm. like, which is pretty hard to get nowadays. Probably down Ozone area or something like that, too. I was guessing. <laughs> they told us, but I don't forgot. We talked to so many people. Yeah, but I don't forgot. Ozona, Comstock, down, you know, Juno down in there, there's still a oh, lot yeah. of numbers. Yeah. Yeah, we've got... We do some all-dead hunting out there, and it's yeah. a blast. Oh, yeah. Hard to get around some of them places. <laughs> Like, I would never want to try and contest hunt some of the property we have out there because it's just, it, you know, it may take you a while to get oh, around. Yeah. You know, yeah. uh, It's pretty treacherous terrain in some yeah. places, and which it's awesome country, nonetheless. So, back in high school, when you kind of got serious, y'all were, I'm assuming y'all were mostly nighttime hunting since it was oh, yeah. fox. Yeah, we would... We'd, Matter of fact, we did very little daytime hunting back then. It, you know, wait till it got dark and had the old Q beam and, mm-hmm. you know, and the bats to stand in the back to pick up. And then we started kind of building some racks and, you know, everybody would try to outdo the other on their racks. Right. And, you know, oh, it's, that's still kind of the same way now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, and, you know, we'd mostly hand calling back then too. Had yeah. some, you know, had some, uh, Johnny Stewart, you know, cassettes and uh the old burnham brothers you know the their hand calls have mm-hmm. always been a uh go-to still is for us and right. you know, at times as well but but yeah that's where it, that's kind of when it got started and uh we had a bumper manufacturing business there uh my family owned and rough country accessories so mm-hmm. we called it the rough country hunt and yeah. uh and then you know once I was out of school and working there and stuff. We, uh, that's when we started, or I started the first actual contest, which, right. you know, you had 12, 15 teams. We thought it was right. Amazing. Yeah. You know? So what, and, what, uh, what year did you, what, or you may not, may or may not know what exact year did y'all kind of first start putting them on before uh, you made it official? Do you oh, recall? and high, so the the high school stuff was 94 to 96. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think, I guess uh, when I got back, it, 
the first official contest was in 99 mm-hmm. and uh and of course there's point system and right. you know all that kind of stuff and and it was for a long time but uh you know it started growing and growing and just you know and we always coincided with big cat once right. they started that way you could hunt you know two contests yeah and burn the same property right because we hunt we hunt it too so yeah we try you know and so uh yeah that uh it's 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 been quite a ride, but when we changed the the setup to the heavy gray fox, it just it blew up. I mean, yeah, just so uh, yeah, it's 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 been fun, and <laughs> yeah, the cool thing is the people you meet in these deals, and right, you know, and yeah, I mean they yeah, become friends with a lot of them, and you know, like I was listening to Clay's uh, yeah podcast, and you know. We do the same thing. We keep up with everybody throughout the night and, you know, yeah. hey, what do you got? Ah, dang, yeah. we got to get after it, you know, and that kind of deal. So uh, I do, the bigger it's gotten, the less of that it's going on. Right. Because it's turned into a lot of work. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, but I do miss that part of it. I mean, the you know, but at weigh-in, it's always, you know, get to see everybody and uh, kind of got that kind of get that aspect back that way so, right right but uh yeah it was back then though going back to the animals i mean i mean probably the first i would say four or five years if there was a cow brought in it was probably from up around abilene area somewhere up in there right or out this way you know mm-hmm. there was a few people started hunting like Nathan and Casey and them started yeah. hunting it way back there. And, they, of course, they always had brought coyotes in. But, uh, you know, very, very few from Runnels and Concho and Coke County, you know, right. then. But that – and I couldn't – I would I guess probably 2007, somewhere around in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little earlier than that. They just kind of – they just blew up. I don't right. know. Don't know why or <laughs> what yeah. happened. I mean, but yeah, uh, put a lot of – uh, sheep and goat ranchers out of business. Oh yeah. yeah they just weren't used sure. to it. So, And that's, you know, there's always, I'm sure y'all have had to put up with a little bit of it. There's always, as soon as the antis hear much contest. Yeah. And then there's that one clown Fitzy may know his name that made the video about big cat. He basically tricked those guys. I can't remember. <clears throat> I can't remember the name off the like top of my head. Caesar or something. I don't something know like that. he was a, he was some kind of like Nat Geo yeah. wildlife preserve. Right. But he basically, he fooled those guys into thinking it was going to be like about predator hunting. Well, all the while, it was this hit piece against yeah. contest hunting. Right. 100%. Yeah. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. But they don't ever, they just like market it as killing sprees and, you know, <laughs> yeah. all this and that. But they don't talk about the fact that this stuff does help wildlife. Absolutely. You know. That never gets talked about. And maybe one day we'll get that guy in here. I think it'd be interesting. So, <laughs> there was, all those guys were mad and they reached out to me like I was going to be able to do something. I'm like, it's already done, guy. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, you could possibly sue him for, you know, wronging you, I guess. But yeah. it's already done. You know, you should have looked into it a little bit deeper, I guess. But And that's one thing in these parts which I'm sure they're slowly going away because of the coyotes. Mm-hmm. Not all the way, but I'm sure it has a huge effect on it. And that is 
the fact that they cause tons of livestock damage. That just doesn't mean cows. That means right. this used to be a very abundant place for sheep and goat ranchers, correct? Yep. Back in, you know, whenever. Oh, yeah. You, there's yeah. still some out there. I mean, yeah. we still, I think there's one or two we hunt every year that still run yeah. some sheep and goats, but it's hard nowadays because the cows. Sure. Well, I mean, even the fox, is, people don't understand this, even the fox will get those yes. uh, kids and when they're real young. I mean, we hunted a ranch way down south one time that, that you know, as far enough south, there were no coyotes. Mm-hmm. It was rough enough country. It was all fox, but it was so overrun with fox that they were basically wiping out 60%, 70% of their kid crops. Which, yeah. And they had the wildlife biologists out, right. dissectors their stomach contents, all that. Every single one of them had mm-hmm. kid goat. But, you know, like I said, that's just, people think this is like some kind of blood sport. That's just not the facts. You know, no. it's, it's a lot of guys getting together, hanging out. They're literally, that's another thing they, you know, just because Casey and Nate killed whatever many mm-hmm. cows, that doesn't mean 700 teams are killing <laughs> that many cows. No. They're, they're the exceptional you know, there's exceptions. There's always going to be an exception. Like this team killed a bunch, that team. But everybody else, a lot of them just go for qualifying animals. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So that might be five, six animals. And mm-hmm. they might be hunting hundreds of thousands of acres right. to kill five, six animals. Like yeah. the best to try and win that class because they don't want to blow out that country. Yeah. So it, it's very misrepresented. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Cause yeah overwhelming amount of people yeah. don't kill nowhere near what these few teams that get highlighted right. a lot. Uh, but it, it's one thing they don't understand as well is the ranches they're killing these animals on. They're probably only shooting 10% of what they, what's actually out there. Oh, like yeah. if you're killing that many, yeah, there's a bunch, there's a bunch. You know, they're yeah. not getting all no. of them. Yeah. And that like on, on my contest, the, uh, you can literally to weigh your heavy fox you only have to have one other animal either a a cat a red fox or a a coat so mm-hmm. you can kill two animals yeah and possibly win the side pot for the whatever and then the and then the you know so yeah it's not that's you know people have tried to complain about well you're just out there kiss no i mean literally you can yeah. bring two animals in and or even one you can still qualify with your or have a side pot without you know your fox and you know kill one coon you can come him and possibly yeah. win you know some money uh, so. pretty good jackpot right yeah <laughs> so you know there's you're always going to have the have yeah. the haters no yeah. matter what but they uh, just don't they don't well they don't want to take the time and learn about it exactly they don't, yeah. they don't understand that that's you know, just they're also going. You know, when they sneak in footage, they're also going to weigh ins, <laughs> and that's that's your top anywhere from one to ten percent of hunters. Right. Everybody else didn't do nowhere near that good. So yeah. it, when they they try to spin it as if you know everybody in Texas is massacring great deals of animals right. on these few nights, when reality it's just like one to ten percent, depending on the year and everything yeah. else that is actually doing well, and they're doing well for a reason. It's because that ranch is overrun with them. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. As far as back when y'all started, you know, getting pretty heavy into it, what was the caliber of rifles y'all were running? Uh, honestly, we started with twenty-two mag. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of I thought that was the 
greatest thing in the world yeah. at 22 mag and then uh then went to up to 22250 and that's where that's what i've stayed with ever since and, yeah uh, that's i love that caliber and yeah uh you know and most of my my teammates uh shoot the 250 as well uh so you know we're it's all kind of the same uh you know the same calibers anyways that we right. use uh but yeah that it's pretty much been that and stayed with that so yeah it's it seems like everybody and I, I often wonder if it's in correlation with the lights like everybody started with 22s or 22 mags mm-hmm. some or even a hornet and then they progressed to you know something a little bit right. larger a little bit larger yeah. which you're also going to get to a point of definite diminishing returns when as it pertains to fox because you you know especially if you're going for weight right yeah <laughs> you don't want to just incinerate them yeah. like they're yeah. you want a lot to be left exactly but i wondered if it has to do with the power of the lights like were they only running small calibers due to the fact they couldn't see as far or or you know that's why i always yeah. typically try I to mean, ask everybody well i mean you take the old q beam <laughs> compare it to a fire eye or you know right. a coyote light yeah <laughs> i mean no yeah. comparison i mean it's uh especially yeah. when you stack on red oh yeah red lens yeah so yeah i, I mean yes i believe that's definitely a one of the factors and I, it just uh the i don't know the social media and all that kind of stuff has helped it as well people are seeing you yeah. know the different calibers and they want to try different stuff and you know so uh but yeah, the L twenty two mag it did its job. But, yeah, you know, with the <laughs> mostly Fox, of course. Then right. Cat every now and then, but uh, I got to or we got to where it just we don't if we shoot it we want it dead. And, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and so the two fifty is going to do that. Yeah, they, Fox are you know bobcats are super tough animals. Coyotes right. super tough animals. A lot of people don't understand. These animals, they live their life in the wild. Like it's a it's a struggle to survive every day. Yeah. And sometimes it don't matter what you're carrying, sometimes that animal's just got the will. Oh yeah. Them, like you yeah. wouldn't believe. Yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of wild stuff. I mean, that's just part of hunting. But I used to say when I hunted primarily bobcats, I used to say bobcat pound for pound was the toughest animal in the woods because I see them do a lot of extraordinary stuff right. after getting shot. Very, very bad wounds go right. a long ways and all kinds of stuff. But my first trip to Fox country changed my mind. <laughs> yeah. we, that was back in the, you know, when I used to live, you're for the shot about 250 yards across the hay pasture. Yeah. So two twenty threes is all we ever ran. Right. You know, we, that's all we needed. Uh, and when I come to, and we cut all barrels off cause it was kind of just dabbling in suppressors, mm-hmm. cut them down to 16 inches on almost all of them. So it slowed the velocity down. We still run 55 grain boys yeah. because of, coyotes and bobcats and when i first come down to fox country we shot i want to say it was like 40 or 50 fox that night and mm-hmm. only retrieved about five right and i was like what is going on here <laughs> and it was also kind of a a culture shock because they it was one of those nights where they were just super active yeah. and they weren't stopping so you're just putting body shots on. right and they were running off with like missing limbs all kinds oh, of stuff yeah. and i'm just like they're yeah. like this big you know yeah they're it's it's unbelievable what they can endure and make it through <laughs> and that's what that's also kind of what spurred on the whole ammo thing for myself because i was like this is unacceptable like <laughs> this bullet 
does perfect on a coyote, yeah. but it does, it ain't where it'll just kind of pinhole through that <laughs> thin skin fox. And yep. I'm like, this is not acceptable. That's yeah. what really sparked that whole thing. Right. I was like, oh, we got to fix this. <laughs> but as far as obviously a twenty two fifty is going to get it done. Do you have anything else you favor for if you're really concerned with saving fur on a fox? <sighs> Or you just stick with the two fifty. We just stick with the two fifty. I mean, it, you know, honestly, uh, yeah, every now and then you're going to tear one up pretty bad. But yeah. I mean, we try to put a decent shot on them. I mm-hmm. mean, you try to. I mean, they're not always not always able to. But, <laughs> uh, but you know, we've uh, you know, like you said, going we're going for weight, so not number. So, uh, but no, it. I mean, I really haven't had that much of an issue with that uh yeah so and and i take that back one one of our guys does shoot a 223 and uh he uh it's about you know it's about the same on the right on the damage that right. so you know uh i just i don't know it's just it's, it's my go-to so yeah <laughs> what grain projectiles y'all run uh 55 55 v max v max yes sir yeah i will say that'd probably be as far as Fox with the 2250, that'd probably stop at 55, wouldn't go any heavier. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably go with something pretty explosive like the B-Max. Yeah. If not, well, the bad thing about going down in weight and grain weight is they get a little bit extra explodey. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you might be hurting yourself a little bit yeah. more by, but as far as, so the problem with the 223 is, you know, used to, you can get them in 12 twists and everything else, mm-hmm. but that's pretty uncommon nowadays. Even all the bolt guns, like you can still find maybe one or two that'll do a slow twist, two point three. Yeah. But majority of stuff, you know, excluding ARs from this conversation because they're all faster twists. Majority of the bolt guns that even swapped over to like one and eight, one and nine twist. Mm-hmm. And see where where I kind of land on that is we used to, we used to play with. I'll still carry my seventeen rim quite a bit if mm-hmm. we go over Fox Country. Seventeen two hundred four is a fun one, but that's also one of those you got to watch out because it's going so blistering fast. Yeah. It's it'll kind of explode right. if you don't have the right bullets. So I've killed a bunch of fox with seventeen hornet, but that's right on the cusp of you better make it shots count. Right. They're gonna run off, but it is a legit fur saver. Sure, yeah. uh, two hundred four obviously, but yeah. you get into that same thing with that. You get into a certain weight of projectile, you can still blow them up. Right, but that you know two hundred four is one of our most popular rounds. Like, we can't keep the stuff in stock because right. there are so many guys who hunt that edge of fox yeah. and coyote country. Right. But I think if you take, which I hunted with a bunch, if you can find the right twist barrel, run 223 with a, there's a projectile horde he makes, which they may not even make it now that stuff's weird. <laughs> uh, 35 NTX. Push the right velocity. That's pretty awesome on fox. Hmm. And, you know, if they still make it, now, they they last year they still came out with a little bit like a micro amount of right. factory ammo for it, but the problem with that is is hardly anybody builds a rifle anymore that's twisted appropriately right. for it. You stick you stick that in like an eight twist long barrel, it's going to be too many RPMs. It'll right. splash. You watch Fox run off. Yeah, but I mean, if you just want to dispatch twenty two to fifties, probably you know I used to load. All kinds of different rounds for my 250. When we'd go mess around Fox Country, 
And the idea was to see which one we could yeah. get to explode it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And too, in our country now that we've got so many coyotes and, and we got a good number of cats. So, it, you know, you, yeah, you kind of need you, to be, you don't know what's everybody. coming, you know I mean? It's so, yeah. Cause the, the, from what I've found is the perfect rounds for Fox, your shot placement better be, you know, spot on on right. a coyote and especially a cat. Yeah. Uh, we've run into that before. I got to probably getting overly confident carrying the 17 rim, stuff like that. And uh, we got over in, not that far from here, got over in some fox and coyote country. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we rode up on coyote, the coyote side, uh, just way too overconfident, just putting hits <laughs> on them that was running off. Yeah. Like your shot placement better be key. Right. But as far as fox, it was perfect. Yeah. It's far saving. But I don't know. It's it seems like there's something new coming out every oh, year. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody of course, say, I'm shooting a something like yeah. Never even heard of that. And of course, <laughs> we're always chasing it because you know we load ammo. Sure. And you know which nowadays. See, I was all about twenty two creeds, and then in Fox Country, I'd carry all the other stuff. Uh, when all this crap got started, like we're in the mode of saving powder and everything else and that goes towards myself because i shoot a bunch right uh when all this started i swap i put up all the 22 creeds which i'll still shoot one but nowhere near as much as right. i used to yeah when i went down to crisis mode i'm like you know i gotta <laughs> conserve here because everything we get goes to loading mm-hmm. ammo for munitions so i went back to the 223s and you know except the six arc, you know, I've been playing with it quite a bit. It's a pretty good little mm-hmm. AR platform. Right. But as, other than that, I've been shooting past two years. I've been shooting a bunch of 223. I yeah. mean, it, it is what it is. Right. Uh, just, you're not going to be shoot, making those 500 yard yeah. laser beam shots anymore. <laughs> uh, set up a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You never know what you're going to be able to get. And it's, and it's tough. I mean, like just finding the, the factory ammo that like we shoot, I mean, <laughs> you know, when you find it, you better get it. Yeah. You know, oh, kind of I mean, on. last season alone, you know, in, in Ally and Midland, they're pretty big right. ammo. And as far as Texas, like we might, might've been as far as varmint ammo, we might've been like the top seller for Hornady in Texas. Was it the last year, year for, no, it was both pre COVID. Right. So, Obviously, we're pretty high on the food chain for yeah. varmint ammo. Sure. And they still only got, the past two years, they got a few cases of each. Yeah. And I was telling everybody, hey, you know, <laughs> better jump on it. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're, right. you know, because what it is, is all these manufacturers, when all this stuff went crazy, they have massive back orders for 9 mil 223, like yeah. the most popular stuff. Right. So that's all they're focused on. Like yeah. they're only going to make, until we kind of get through all this, they're only going to make, very minimal amounts of that varmint ammo. Mm-hmm. So you get some, better not pass up That's on right. it. You know, and the price, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, everybody complains about the price. Well, you know, there is some screwing going on. Yeah. But all these manufacturers are gone up. Yeah. I mean, which they haven't gone up in years. That's what people don't yeah. understand. True. They haven't gone up in years. I just wish they wouldn't have waited till this to go up. <laughs> like, like we just seen... From all the manufacturers, that's Hornady, Nosler, everybody. Yeah. Nosler, I don't even get started on them because they're the worst. Uh, 
all the manufacturers have had like three to four price increases. Yeah. You know, this high fuel, that's going to affect things. Sure. And I'm sure that being said, I'm sure with COVID, the ice storms, ammo, all that stuff that probably affected uh, contest turnout. How did that go? <laughs> well, I mean, uh, honestly, we've we had our record number this year. Uh, I think we had four fifty something, uh, and uh, I believe it was the January hunt. But uh, you know, it, it and it it usually it's kind of up and down. I mean, right. you know, yeah. uh, now this year with the fuel prices and stuff, I think uh, could affect could affect, but. I don't know. I just think people going to be hunting closer to home. Yeah. Uh, that, Definitely going to change some things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, it's ridiculous. Uh, I know one one of the hunts, we went out to Bakersfield from Ballinger. That's that's a haul. Yeah. And, uh, man, you know, and really thought we were going to just smoke them out there. And we, we could have stayed home <laughs> and done probably twice as good. So, uh, I, know, uh, I know it'll change up for us a little bit, but uh, – yeah, I don't know. I mean, you don't see people slowing down much, though. I right. mean, with all this going on, yeah. so maybe not. I mean, yeah, there's no telling nowadays. I mean, I bet the reason why this last season was so, you know, boomed up so much because the winters we had and COVID lockdowns and all that crap. Yeah. I bet everybody's just ready to get out. Yeah, ready to go do something. Yeah, no uh, doubt. I hope, I hope it's that way this year, but you know. It's going to cost a lot more to run that pickup. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. that's all there is to it. Like, yeah. it may may make people, the ones that are going to hunt regardless, it may make them get a little bit more serious about it. Like, hey, yeah. we, this is costing us right. double what it used to. <laughs> yeah. You know, which probably about right. Probably yeah. going to be double with your fuel charge. Sure. So as far as when y'all first, you know, what made you want to, you know, take it from, like good old boy to a legitimate hunt. Why would you want to do that to yourself? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a very good question. Uh, I don't know. It's just the competition part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we always, always enjoyed the, you know, like I said, talking to the people and the hell afterwards, you know, after weigh in, drinking beer with them. And, you know, I mean, just the, yeah. the camaraderie, I guess is probably the, the best way to put it. Uh, and then once it, you know, started growing and, uh, thank God for my wife. I'll just put it that way. She, uh, <laughs> she's the backbone of that whole deal. Uh, she hates me for three months out of the year because, oh, uh, she gets as many phone calls as me or Jake does. So, yeah, <laughs> but so shout out to my wife there. Yeah. But yeah, that just a, cause I, I'd never expected it to get this big or never even really wanted it to get this big. It, it, it was just more of a just kind of happen deal. Right. Uh, so, but now that it, you know, everybody seems to like it and, you know, we just try to put on a, you know, a, a good contest and, and, uh, you know, try to do things right. And, right. You know, just hopefully we can, can keep that, that up and, yeah. uh, go from there. So, uh, yeah, just, just, but to answer your question, I think just the, yeah, just the camaraderie, camaraderie of all the the hunting family. You yeah, know, uh, yeah. Just you know, and and I've had people, you know, hey, when are you gonna, uh, you know, 
just people asking, you know, and that kind of built it up. And so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when y'all first, when you first made it official, were y'all just doing one or would y'all, did y'all go ahead and start one every uh, month? We did one January. We, we, we did it three, three months, uh, January, February, and March. We've, we've always done that from the start. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, just cause as you, you know, you're kind of your peak times, or yeah. prime times. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's always been the, the three hunts. So, so as far as as a lot of people don't understand, God, I keep hitting this microphone, <laughs> don't understand what all goes into <laughs> these contests as a promoter, I guess is what you would call yeah, y'all or right, whatever. Right. Walk, kind of walk us through that process. Like from start to like, which now I'm sure it's gotten easier over the years. Yeah. Well, but, easier and harder with the growing of the contest. Yeah. So there's there's probably an an outline now that you kind of go by. Yeah. Social media has made things so much easier as far yeah, as getting, getting information. It out. Out. Yeah. Used to it was the getting the flyers printed and get them spread <laughs> out at you know and filling stream the outdoorsmen all the places around, uh, you know and then. I mean, really, that was about the only advertisement you would get. Uh, yeah. But then, uh, of course, Facebook and all that come out, and you know, we have our have a page now, and yeah. you know, and all that website, and it's uh, you know, just getting getting the dates, you know, lined up, which we coincide with Big Cat, so we kind of know, you know, what, what already when the dates are going to be usually. Uh, so yeah, and then then the phone calls start. <laughs> And I can only imagine it's uh, a good, <laughs> you know, probably three weeks prior to the first hunt they start and it's nonstop for three months. And a lot of them are, you know, questions that for someone that's never hunted it, you know, right. but, uh, and some of them are <laughs> questions that all you got to do is read it, right, you know, right, right there. But. Read the, nobody wants to read things. Right. They, <laughs> it's a lot easier just to ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. And then. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, that, like I said, social media has made it a lot easier as far as that goes. But, uh, you know, the setting up, we, I got a great crew, uh, all volunteers that come in, help, uh, you know, and with the weight, they're doing, they're weighing, traffic control, checking in, all that kind of stuff. And we've, and we do a drive through now. COVID, yeah. If one thing good came from COVID, it was the drive-through. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's so smooth Simplified and process. just roll them in, roll them out, and uh, you know if we can have the polygraph and done. And you know, used to it was you know strung out, drawn out, and you know people have a long way to drive home. A lot of them, so yeah. we, we try to try to get them in, get them out. Uh, but you know, with with all the help that I've got now, it's it, it's really pretty streamlined and a whole lot easier than than it used to be right so but uh so on so if we're just coming to like people don't know what we're talking about you know obviously it's a varmint contest you know you're you have to pay a certain amount to enter mm-hmm. which is what now it's 200 bucks 200 bucks yeah and it has to be in by a certain date which is what friday yeah we we normally shut it off at like friday at 5 p.m which day. i'm sure that alone nowadays is probably a nightmare because <laughs> yeah. you know do you still get people 
did y'all, how did y'all, have y'all maneuvered into, you know, like an e-commerce type deal only now? Are y'all still well, accepting checks? <laughs> uh, well, it's, uh, uh, we, you can PayPal over, over the website, uh, or Venmo and, uh, or actually we've got a direct credit card pay deal set up now. Yeah. So you don't have to mess with, and it, that's actually the easiest way to do it. Right. Uh, but we do still accept cash. So, yeah. Uh, we we have a box at Field and Stream, one at Outdoorsman, one at Texas Gun Shop, and then one at Rough Country Outdoors, my dad's store in Ballinger, and uh, and so we get quite a few walk-ins still, uh, but yeah, the majority is online. Uh, I'm and, sure that made things a lot easier. Oh, it did. It definitely did. With the exception of, how do y'all? Uh, you know, if you don't want to talk about this, we can just cut this out. How do y'all maneuver? especially when you have 450 teams, mm-hmm. that huge cash price, or y'all just cut a check? Yes, we cut them a the check, winter? yeah. Okay. Yeah, just we've we've got a our Rough Country account set up, and it all, right. everything goes into there, and then we just, because uh, it's it's 100% payback, and we take, uh, just take off the top for the polygraph, so. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh Getting to be a large sum of money. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. And it's. Which is it's, what draws people in. Right. Exactly. But at the same time, people don't understand. Yeah. It's. Like it's. A, that's. You know. That's a lot of. A lot of cash on y'all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. To float a, while I'm sure stuff is still processing. Yeah. And everything else. Yeah. And the, like I said, the credit card deal. That was just set up last year. This. Or, well, I guess for the last hunt, actually. But when it finally got done uh and that it's simple i mean and right and uh yeah i, I mean and and we may go 100 percent with that uh and, oh i would yeah and do away with yeah. paypal well, paypal's yeah you gotta watch them yeah it's uh yeah we've had to <laughs> we've had a just money personal money up. yeah waiting on that to come through which it always has but yeah, it's that. It's only a matter of time yeah. for it, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. The way they operate. Yeah. So, yeah, probably if uh, if everything's still going good with that, that the credit card uh, direct pay is going to be the 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 new uh, payment option. So, so have y'all made any plans to expand beyond your current location to make things any easier? Y'all just going to try and stick it out there? Uh, yeah, we're we're. We've already pretty much outgrown that little spot right. where we're at. I mean, uh, but it's it's handy, easy to find, you know, drive yeah. on the highway. But yeah, we're looking at a few different options. We got the uh, community center there in Ballinger. It's got the uh, uh, the show barn there, a right. big area. You can still do a good drive through mm-hmm. type setup there. A uh, couple other locations we're looking at. Just uh, haven't like nailed anything down yet for sure so right but uh yeah so once that happens we'll get it out there to everybody and yeah. let them know but yeah eventually we're gonna have to <laughs> have yeah. to move it a little bit yeah. but it'll still be in Ballinger, right but uh so you know your your dues if you will are due by friday you can start hunting saturday at noon correct y'all do it the same way as yeah. big cat yes and then it ends officially Sunday at what time? One. One you have PM. to be yes. weighed in by one. Yeah. That's how that way it gives you time to weigh in an Angelo right. and still make now, uh, 
if you're tied up at polygraph over there, as long as you, you know, the deal is give me a call. Yeah, I know. But now the way they've do, they're doing it with the cats. Um, we actually start weighing at 9 a.m. Right. That way you can come by and then get, we can get your cat on our scales and then you can go. Right. And we go ahead and weigh all your animals while you're there. Right. And you know, if you got a potential, you know, winner, then, you know, I'll let Jeremy and I, or Todd and I, we keep in touch throughout the day and stuff like that. So I'm sure that's handy as far as like catching cheaters or, Oh yeah. You know, cooperating. Yes. Which is what you would like to see. Absolutely. Yeah. You no, know, they, they work, they, it's, it's a, they work great with us and, you know, we, we do, uh, do, you know, whatever we can do to help them out yeah. as well. Uh, so one thing, speaking of the, we're, one thing we're thinking about changing on the, just the side pot, uh, on our cat, instead of having the heaviest cat is going to a target weight. Yeah. And, uh, that way, you know, it, it it'll kind of take away that uh dual win yeah scenario. well that and the the having to be there early and then you know right. back because you know maybe uh and this is just hypothetical i mean right you know like between 15 and 25 pounds right that something like that so that's being kicked around and uh if we do it it'll obviously we'll put it out there and but uh you know kind of kind of wanting some feedback on that from from the hunters yeah to see what you know I'm sure they'll let you know how they oh, feel yeah. about Oh, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. They're always pretty vocal. Yeah. That's good, though. I mean, hey, that... Yeah. Can't make everybody happy, no. but you can take a general consensus. Right. Exactly. I always said if we were ever going to put on a hunt, which I've done a few of the shooting contest type deals, which one of these days we're going to bring that back. It gave me enough knowledge to know I did not want to put on a contest. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah. the first one we did was also the biggest one we ever done, which was, it was literally four days of me and Brooke not even getting to sleep. Yeah. You know, because you want it to run right. You want it to go good. And we were, we were under, we didn't have staff. We had two of my buddies helped us yeah. and we couldn't expect them to stay up all night like we did. And, uh, it went really well, but it, if people, only people, typically only people who either one, either put on a shooting contest or a hunting contest. Mm-hmm knew our pain yeah oh yeah but it's, it did uh, i was like because i was at the time i was like we're gonna do this during off season and i'm gonna put on a contest during season but after that one i was like i'm not doing a contest because <laughs> i can only imagine how what that's like uh, but uh it did give me a a good respect for uh, what y'all go through <laughs> and you know if i wasn't hunting it wouldn't be quite as hard right but if i quit hunting then i'm not gonna do it right i mean it you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, why? I mean, it's, uh, so yeah. When you hunt all night and all day and all night and then get back and, you know, luckily, like I said, I got lots of good help and they're all oh, that makes have everything set up and, you know, but, uh, and they, they do most of the weighing now. I'm just there for putting out fires and, right. <laughs> you know, if there's any issues or whatever, but, uh, but yeah. And again, a big shout out to, those guys and gals too because yeah. man they they they've made it <laughs> made life a lot easier oh but, i imagine but yeah it's a it, it turns into a, a job i mean yeah 100 <laughs> yeah yeah that's what people don't realize yeah i mean that's that's a lot of your life there for a while yeah from, and again it'll get easier you know but it also as it gets easier it grows 
Yeah. Which you hope so anyways. Yeah. It grows into that comes with all new kind of challenges and everything. So Saturday at noon, Sunday, one o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then if they have qualifying animals or if they want to come the way in, just because sometimes people just like to go, right. which that's all we ever do. Uh, so weigh in starts at nine ends that, at ends at one ends at one. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just your, you know, and used to, we would start weighing about, about 11, mm-hmm. but with, with the change that they made, you know, we're like, okay, how can we accommodate, you know, the ones that are hunting both contests and, you know, the, cause there's not going to be a lot of them come in, you know, that, that have that, that big cat, you know, that they're going over there. So yeah, it's worked out pretty good. Uh, and a lot of times we're done, completely done, you know, way before one, yeah. you know, if they don't have anybody coming from Angelo. So, yeah. uh, but we give them that, that window that way you, you know, you have, should have plenty of time. And then, you know, they moved out to the clay bird shoots a little right. bit farther drive. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, but one, one is the, the cutoff for, for that. Unless, like I said, unless you're uh, tied up in polygraph and, you know, we've, I think if uh, we go to the target weight cat, that'll kind of eliminate some of that as well. Right. So, but yeah, like I, well, I diverged from it quite a bit. But like I said, if I was ever going to do a contest, it'd have been a target weight cat. But I'd uh, see it's hard if you want to get everybody in Texas involved. It's hard to have these heaviest cat contests mm-hmm. because they are 100 percent primarily on one side of Texas. Right. You know. I've killed a grillion cats up in Northeast Texas, and I never once saw one over 25 pounds. Right. I'm not saying they don't exist. Yeah. But when you start looking at law of averages, I killed a bunch of bobcats, and I never killed one over 25 pounds. So those guys, they can get their five coats, mm-hmm. but it's just not going to happen yeah. in certain places, parts of Texas. So I always thought target weight's where it's at. But I was also always thinking about when I realized how much I screwed up shooting all the cats <laughs> i was like maybe i should just be more selective i always thought like set it from like a 23 to 26 area like and then they don't know the target weight yeah. until the morning of right. the contest exactly it also helped with cheating mm-hmm. you know these oklahoma guys yeah pin raising bump cats yeah. that's neither here nor there they've kind of screwed <laughs> things up for everybody but i mean well you know between the rough weather and them not showing up this year, the weights went back to normal, which yeah. I think is also because you still had a bunch of heavy cats sure. years prior. Yeah. And I think it was just because times were so good for cats. Yeah. But you had that rough winter and then a dry summer, the cat weights obviously went down. Mm-hmm. But you could definitely tell they weren't entered in their cats anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, so did they ever come over? They ever come over and weigh in at y'all's too? Not that, uh, no, they did not. Uh, I mean, they were, they were, in and out there you yeah. know they they uh i did have i mean once all that was kind of we did have uh i mean knew who they were and having mm-hmm. we, were, we were watching you know but yeah looking for names uh, but no they never did come over there so well that's good you yeah deal with it. <laughs> yeah but you never. i don't know it's it's a shame that <laughs> people will will do that but i mean it, when there's money involved it. yep it, yep. yeah so you're gonna have it i mean there's yeah. just you hope you catch it but you're gonna have it mm-hmm. there's always gonna be people that are trying to cheat the system yeah so if if so they weigh in if they have a 
you know, a winning animal, is that when y'all do the polygraphs and everything? Yes. Before, obviously before you cut them and check. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And y'all do polygraphs and then take some pictures yep. and then they get a big old fat check. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And another thing we're working towards uh, is, you know, door prizes and stuff like that. We, you know, y'all have come over there before and I mean, that was great. We appreciate it. But I just, I haven't had time to. Yeah. I mean, it's a thing to, I mean, you know, actually solicit or whatever you want to say. But, uh, you know, we have people, they, you know, and I understand that that's a, that's a, a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so that we're looking at doing more of that and some sponsors and, you know, different stuff too. So, uh, if you're listening, <laughs> uh, yeah. One thing's number. for certain. Uh, the only thing I did right on that shooting, first shooting contest, I started months prior yeah. making phone calls, which I do know some of the right people, but it also takes them. Some of them bigger companies, it has to go through a chain. Sure. It, uh, the earlier you can start, the better off you right. are. And it sucks. I mean, you're going to get a bunch of no's. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Yeah. It's, you know, things are tight for some people. But certain people in the industry, things aren't very tight because they're making tons of money. Exactly. So this year should be a good year. Because yeah. I know the door prizes are a big deal yeah. to a lot of people. I mean, sure. a lot of people come... Even if they don't have anything, they'll come yeah. to get door prizes. Yeah. And it is, it's good. I mean, it's good for those companies that are in the industry mm-hmm. to get product out there. And we try to do as much as possible, but it's, there's so many contests yeah. now. Oh, yeah. it, it's, I hate telling people no, but it's like, you don't realize that there was 300, 300 other people asked me the same <laughs> question. Like, yeah. We can't afford to do everybody, right. but we, we try to get involved as much as possible. You know? Yeah. And we're going to, I think this year we're just going to, y'all, we'll do some stuff with Big Cat and a few others that I've been trying mm-hmm. to do for the past couple of years. Because last year I dialed it way back down just because it was just so busy. Sure. You know, it's so busy. And for us, every bit of extra income we had was going back into the components, trying to feed people ammo. Right. I hate telling people we don't have that. <laughs> I hate that. And, it, you know, it is what it is nowadays. Yeah. We can only get what we can get. Yeah. But it's, you know, have y'all ever thought about, you know, people, these people that hunt the contests, they have certain thoughts about this. And I have my own because I've put on, I've helped people with contests behind the scenes. I've put on a few shooting contests. I know what the amount of work that goes into this stuff. Mm -hmm. Have y'all ever thought about upping it a little bit to where you can pay some of your help or pay yourself rather? Yeah, it is a job. Yeah, I mean it's hundred percent a job. Yeah, we uh that that's definitely something that's gonna have to happen uh, eventually. Yeah. I mean, and at a certain so, point you're gonna. But uh, once we get everything set up right, then you know that's and we're working on that right now. So then then we can do that. But uh, it, it's you know it was, I think more. I think the thing is where people mess up. Well, people are definitely more susceptible to it nowadays charging a little bit on top of their entry mm-hmm. fees where people mess up is they're not honest about how it's divvied up yeah where, where i've seen in the past you know most people do good about it like hey x amount goes to the pot x amount goes to pay for all this crap mm-hmm. uh i think people are more susceptible to it nowadays because of podcasts and everything else they yeah. kind of see the you know hey this isn't just 
I'm having a contest, and that's yeah. it. No, this is uh, months upon months of work <laughs> yeah. and sleepless yeah. nights and answering phone calls, putting up the money, you know, which it's probably not as big of a deal nowadays that probably anybody pays with check anymore, which I don't know why anybody do that anymore. Right. Uh, given technology sure. and all that stuff. But it, what I always thought, the only bad thing about contest, you could really maintain that 100% payback thing. Excuse me. You could really maintain that 100% payback thing and still, you know, make a little bit of money for your time and effort. Mm -hmm. If you were able to have vendors out, right. the only downside of that is most everybody's tired of shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they just want to get in and get out. Yeah. But a lot of these things draw a lot of people. Yeah. So I've always, I've always, you know, again, going back, I always sit around and think if I did a contest, how I'd do it. And I definitely wouldn't hunt because I'm, I want to be, <laughs> I want to be too involved in yeah. everything. Yeah. Uh, but I would definitely, I think it'd be neat to have some sort of vendor set up. And now you could do booth, booth right. rentals and yep. help pay for things. Sure. But there's also like, you know, th that's a little bit of income. And if it grew every year, it'd be great. Mm -hmm. It'd eventually be worth something. But you also got to consider as you grow and you grow that booth rental, you got to have booths. You got to have the land to do it on, right. you know, and yeah. all that stuff. So, you know, people who aren't susceptible to the fact that, there's a little bit of extra add on for y'all's time are crazy. What I always tell them is you go put on a contest and then let me know, <laughs> let me know how that exactly. goes. Exactly. Yeah. This is a lot of time. It is. It is. I mean, and your time is worth something. Yeah. You know, that's the way I look at it. Yeah. And like I said, it, it, it you know, we'll probably have to eventually, but I'm not, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have a time frame or anything on any right. of that. So, uh, another thing I wanted to mention, uh, uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife, they come out and uh, the trap. They have the trappers there, and they mm -hmm. like they try to get fox from every area. Yeah, and they do uh, brainstem samples on. Them. Yeah, so that's another. I mean, we're helping. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, research on yeah. on these animals as well. So uh, that's one deal that really hasn't been put out there much. But, oh yeah, but there. no one. None of those people put out the positive. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and there's, there's typically game wardens at all these contests. Right. Do you have any over at y'all's? Oh yeah. Not, I mean, not all the time, but right. he tries to be there that. as much as possible. You know, we got one warden in our area and he's pretty, you know, spread out, but yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he, uh, he's usually there. So yeah. And there's, I mean, and it also be good to more of those people who are running these. There's all, all the time college students doing you know papers on animals right. and stuff like that it, it'd help a lot if they would learn about these contests come in there because that's a mm -hmm. great chance to talk to hunters sure get samples of stuff mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times fur buyers go to these contests so while people think there's one we already discussed like the the truth about it like there's not that many animals getting killed right yes there will be years where there's a bunch but that's when they're plentiful right. and they need to be dialed back but as far as like getting samples and fur buyers, like all this isn't going to waste. No, right. no one's eating them. But <laughs> I mean, I guess some people could. I heard Bobcat's really good, but when it's been all night, yeah, I'm not going to eat it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've, you've smelled those. Yes, piles in the baskets. <laughs> you know, no. Uh, one thing, one thing, you know, you see it every year at least once, 
And we always we have we have uh, three, four, five teams that stop by the ranch and dump animals. Mm-hmm. The ones that live up Millen and further west. Right. On their way back from Midcat, I have a big pit on the other end of the ranch. Anytime they ask, absolutely go over yeah. there and dump your animals because you see it sure. once a year. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to throw their crap out on the highway. Yes. And that, you know, you hear the old timers talk about don't take pictures and all that stuff because it gives us a bad name. I'm not that extreme. I think that's bullshit. You should be showing people, but showing them in a classy manner. Right. And a part of that is don't dump your goddamn animals. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. That's that uh, will give you a bad name. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I don't care. Huh? Yeah. Uh, there's always somebody one either at the contest. Well, that's buying fur. If you don't want to sell it, you can give it to them. Right. There's always someone has a dead pit somewhere. Uh, if you're coming through here, you can call me. Yeah. I'll sh- tell you where it's at. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always someone somewhere, yeah. so don't just don't throw them out on the highway. Yeah. It, it does give you, yeah. it does look bad. Yeah. So we also have a guy that comes all the way down from Douglas, Wyoming, and really? uh, he has a taxidermy shop. Matter of fact, his uh, granddad is the inventor of the jackalope. Really, <laughs> I've seen all the crazy. paperwork, but they do shoulder mounts. and they have no gray fox up there yeah so he comes down and he'll take all he can get in his trailer or in his freezer and stuff and go all the way back so you know they everything's not everything but a lot of it's getting you know used in some way yeah i mean uh so uh but yeah that's just a and he'll take a few cat or you know he's a fur buyer too but he uh mostly just wants gray fox but yeah yeah, yeah you can look. he's got some pretty neat stuff though but oh i imagine yeah <laughs> but it's a jackalope yeah <laughs> uh how has the red fox population changed from the time you was in high school till now uh extreme uh used to yeah i mean it was nothing to call in one or two a night i would say you know i mean mm-hmm. they were they're a lot like coats or more like coats as far yeah. as getting them killed. But, uh, you would see them, uh, now <laughs> it's been, you know, and I'm just talking Ronald's County, uh, probably four or five years since I've seen one. Really? And, uh, but every contest will have one to four brought in yeah. and that's it. I mean, so they're still around, but, yeah. uh, I know kind of South of San Angelo is where a lot of them are coming from. Yeah. Uh, El Dorado area, you know, right in there. So, uh, and then, you know, once in a while there'll be one from Reynolds County right. come in, but yeah, they're, uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe the coyotes kind of got them. I figure coyotes. Well, they're out. already, to me, they're like a, when you watch them and their lifestyle, they're kind of like a cross between a coyote and cat in the way they, they yeah. live and right. react and they're, yeah. I'm sure there are many more getting saw. Well, probably not many more, but it's more getting saw that night than getting killed. Oh, yeah. Number one. Because yeah. they are pretty solitary. They're pretty sketchy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just curious. As I heard back a long time ago, there was a bunch around here. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, when we first started coming out here, we kind of hunted all over back then. We had more time to hunt. But <laughs> uh, we would see fair amounts over towards uh, Big Spring. Yeah. You know, when I say fair amounts, like one, two a night. Right. And then we've hunted up over towards Ballinger a few times. And there was one place in particular I haven't been able to go back because they started predator hunting when we took them. <laughs> yeah. That's how it happens. 
that place had a bunch, you know, way more than I'd seen anywhere else. Right. But I figure, just like the gray fox, coyotes probably get a pretty good number of them, and yeah. that, and they're just, you know, I've seen some out here. We never shot them. We always let them go. But like, they're just kind of elusive like that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, my dad told me that, uh, or was always told me back when he was, you know, a kid and hunting that there were no gray fox. There was all yeah. reds. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing to kill, you know, a handful of reds in the night, you yeah. know. So, but yeah, it's just, it's just kind of swap, you know, the grays have taken over and, yeah. uh, and the coyotes, of course. But yeah. Uh, I figure I, it won't, I figure it won't be, you know, another 10 years, it'll probably just be all coyote country. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which you'll have, you're always going to have those pockets of grades up around right. the city. Yeah. Everywhere I've been <laughs> in Texas, yeah, there's pockets of grades up around the city. Yep. But I, you know, coyotes are, coyotes are coyotes. They're going to take over eventually. Yeah. I mean, you can try and there's still a lot of counties in Texas that when they see a coyote, it's a big deal. They get the helicopters out and, you <laughs> yeah. know, yeah, but put, it's put just the bounties out and yep. Yeah. But it's just a matter of time. I mean, yeah. they're just better at living. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's all there is yeah, to it. They're, they're tough. Yeah. But. Well, as far as all that goes, we'll probably wrap it up about there. It's been about an hour for now. Okay. So we can leave some stuff for another episode. Thank you. Maybe we'll get in here after March and do like a season recap. It'll be fun. And again, we'll leave some more stuff for later. We try to keep them down to an hour. Oh yeah. yeah no. Is there anything else you want to? No, I just man, I appreciate contest this year. I appreciate everything y'all y'all do for the the the, the sport, the industry, whatever you want to say. I mean, y'all industry, yeah, That's industry, it. yeah. Y'all uh, <laughs> y'all got it. Uh, y'all really put it on the map. So I mean, uh, we try to promote it in a good way. Oh yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, That's. That's what the goal is, anyways, to get more kids involved. So, it, yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm not. You know, we seen the big explosion, and that was exciting times. Uh, back when you first start, saw predator hunting hit TV, that was the biggest explosion. Yeah, and it's just been kind of constant ever since then. A little bit of growth every year, which is fine with me. It's it's on our end of things. It's more easily easy to handle. Uh, slow expanse right but i just hope you know a lot of these guys are taking their kids out and getting yeah. them involved and don't want to see it die no you know yeah it's been around for a long time and i wish there was more you know hopefully with this podcast we're and we have some people scheduled like yeah. some some of the guys scheduled to come in here later on in the year to learn more about the history and everything mm-hmm. else and you know that's pretty important to me is the yeah. history of it and keeping these contests, these good contests alive, like the good ones, the good ones always survive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the good, good promoters are going to keep it going. Yeah. And then these small ones that where they think it's easy, they'll kind of go away. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, it's important because I mean, ever since I was a kid, you would hear about these small town contests and it was always a bunch of guys getting together who knew each other and go out and have a little friendly contest. And that, you know, it's, it's a, whether people like it or not, it's part of the sport. It's yeah. part of predator hunting. Yeah. As a way to make a little bit of money. Everybody go out and do a little predator yeah. control. And, you know, I'm not big on contests just because I, I like to go hunting when I want to go hunting. Right. 
And it seems like anytime I want to hunt a contest, it's like, oh, shit weather. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. And I'd rather just wait for like those perfect days. Yeah. But I, and I'm also how I am contests, like just getting ready for a contest needs a bunch of my time. <laughs> and I, you know, it's, it's a thing. Uh, but I, I like hanging around the contest because of the camaraderie. Yeah. There's so many guys there. Everybody has one thing in common where well, you hope so. Predator hunting. Right. You know, you get to walk around and talk to a bunch of people yeah. that, that you talk to online yeah. maybe a bunch of times and you get to see them in fight. Yeah. First person. And everybody's got at least one good story from that yeah. night. 100%. You know? There's always a funny story <laughs> yeah. floating around. Someone got left. Someone yeah. fell off a rack. Hopefully they're not hurt. Yeah. You know, someone dropped a gun. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. In there. We're going to try and start going this season here, which everything works out and our camera guy comes to work for us. <laughs> I hope he sees this. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna be at more of the weigh-ins because yeah. I want to. I want people to see like the real side of stuff, right. and not what this net geo fag showed on TV, yeah. where he just made them look like yeah. these what seemed to be good people, and they thought they were gonna like it was something legit, right. and they were just like shitting all over them. Yeah, I want to go to these weigh-ins and show yeah. that side that people don't right. see the camaraderie, people getting together laughing and all that stuff. Yep. And, that's what it's about. It is. That's what it should be about. It anyways. is. Well, I mean, that's pretty good place to wrap it up. Me ranting about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.